Hello, and welcome to On Walking the Way. Today we're going to look at a familiar and short passage. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Now in teaching the Bible over the last 20 years or so, the same two mistakes keep popping up over and over again. They manifest themselves in various ways, depending on the passage, but they are the same mistakes. The first one is interpreting a figurative passage as literal, and the second one is like it, interpreting a literal passage as figurative. Now, to be fair, it is not always easy to discern, as we will see today. However, that does not mean that the Bible can mean whatever we want. The correct interpretation will always be the intended interpretation. In other words, the goal is understanding what the author was saying to the people he was writing to. Our concerns can only be addressed after we understand what was originally being said. When dealing with a difficult passage, the trick is not to focus our view on the difficulty, but rather to broaden our view by looking at the surrounding texts in order to increase our context and improve our perspective on the difficult passage. We need to learn more by taking a broader perspective, not focus narrowly on the one passage we don't understand. We must always remember this axiom when interpreting the Bible. Use the clear to interpret the obscure. The important things in the Bible are not the hidden things or the difficult things. God made the important things clear. So we must always start there and use those clear concepts as our context for the things that are less clear. With that in mind, what are we to make of today's passage? Is this a philosophical ideal? Is this a promise for this age? Is this an idealistic hope for later in this age? Or is this a promise that will be realized in the age to come? In the modern world, we seem to slam from one ditch to the other on the road to understanding. On the one hand, you have people that seem to believe that if, you can't, if it can't be touched or measured or labeled and cataloged, it's, it's not real. On the other, you have people that want to abstract everything all the way down to our basic biology. To those in this camp, it seems that either nothing is real or that reality itself is simply a mental construct of some kind. So you end up with people speaking literal nonsense like my truth, your truth, or identifying as something they clearly and literally are not. But we all live in this world, and we are all affected by it. So I guess it follows that this confusion will complicate our reading of the Bible as well, whether we wish to admit that or not. So, what do we do with a passage like, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth? Did Jesus mean that those particular people in his audience would literally inherit the world if they are meek? If so, when or how? Or was he speaking in vague platitudes, saying essentially, God will reward you, in some way, someday, if you're meek? Or is this just empty moralizing by a teacher 2,000 years ago, as some might cynically declare? It is difficult to understand many of the teachings of Jesus if you hold that the present world and its material realities are all there is.
those that reject the supernatural, which is anything beyond the natural physical world, but still like the idea of Jesus, will try to imagine a world where the strong do not dominate the weak. But since there is no world but this one in their mind, they try to imagine ways of changing and equalizing everything. Ironically, since the powerful of this world are actually powerful, this striving for an equitable world is by necessity, and ironically, brought about through the means of force of one kind or another. Uh, Jesus did not come to rule by force. Not the first time, anyway. He came and sacrificed his life to balance the scales of justice so that we could all be forgiven for our part in this horror show. But another day is coming, and that is the subtext of so many of the teachings of Jesus, including this one. The rewards listed in the Beatitudes implicitly demand a new order, a new day, a truly new creation, one where evil is no more. The meek are victims in this present age, and Jesus knew that better than anyone. He was not talking about this age, but the age to come. He was not looking for justice in this age. He was paying the way for the next age, one where God is king, not the powerful, violent, and greedy. An age where justice is actual and not an ideal or a happy daydream. The meek Jesus spoke of were those whose relationship to this age is the same as his. Jesus was meek. He loved, he served, he healed, he taught, he helped, and ultimately he was murdered for it by the wicked and powerful of this age. And the crowd cheered as they killed him. He was calling all of us to follow him as he did real good in this present evil world, knowing that whatever he does in this world will have consequences far into the next world. True justice comes at judgment day, but good can be done now by those who are meek, and though the world does not recognize the value of this sort of meekness, God does. You see, the meek will literally inherit the actual earth that the powerful have been trying to steal and dominate since the beginning. This is a future promise, but living as sheep among wolves is a present reality. In Matthew 10, we read, Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves, so be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. So this week, let's remember that following Jesus is the path of the meek. This path runs contrary to the way of the world. But it is a path that leads to a permanent inheritance in the next age, in the new creation, in the new heavens and earth. We will not inherit this present earth with all of its violence. We will inherit the earth cleansed of evil and death in the age to come. With this in mind, we need to encourage each other to seek that kingdom rather than our slice of the pie in the current kingdoms of this evil age. We need to encourage each other to stay strong and through faith continue to do good until the end. Jesus, by all external appearances, was defeated by the evil of this age, yet we know this was only an apparent defeat. Death could not hold Jesus. He's the author of life, nor can it hold us if we belong to him and follow him. This week, let's encourage each other 
not with some forlorn hope that evil will somehow become good, but with the knowledge that death has been defeated and final judgment is coming on all evil. And beyond that final judgment awaits our inheritance. The meek will inherit the earth, but it will be a new earth where evil and death are no more. Until then, we must plant the seeds of God's kingdom into the hearts of all those that will receive it, so they too can have a hope that is real, a hope of true justice and of peace in Jesus, a new life now and a new earth forever. In just a little while, the wicked will be no more. Though you look carefully at his place, he will not be there. But the meek shall inherit the land and delight themselves in abundant peace. These are the words of David a thousand years before Jesus. And they encourage us to this day. So have a great week.